This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. Active Skin Repair uses a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which mimics our natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. We've been loving Active Skin Repair for all the cuts and scrapes that show up in the active toddler life. Sage loves that there's both the spray version, but also a cream version. He likes to get to choose which one he's going to do. He calls it the magic cream. And it's been so great for taking care of Mila's neck rash now that she's full on teething. Can we get a minute for a teething three and a half month old? What in the world? Active Skin Repair has thousands of five-star reviews and the ingredients so safe and clean, they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest. Keeping it simple with one soothing solution for all your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code VILLAGE. That's www.activeskinrepair.com, code VILLAGE, for 20% off your order. You're listening to Voices of Your Village. This is episode 174. We talk a lot about progress over perfection, but I feel like we are still holding ourselves to a standard of perfection. That when we make mistakes in parenthood or as humans, we experience hard emotions that we feel like we're failing. And I think this is something that's really important for us to discuss because it's going to be huge for the kids who are watching. And if we feel like we are failing when they have a hard emotion or a tantrum or a meltdown, what message are we sending to them? So today we're going to dive into imperfectly parenting. This is a quick episode with me with some tangible things and a little piece of homework at the end of the episode. I just really want you to know that you're doing enough. You are enough. All right, folks, let's dive in. Welcome to Voices of Your Village, a place where parents, caregivers, teachers, and experts come to support one another on this wild ride of raising tiny humans. We combine decades of experience with the latest research to create the modern parenting village. Let's dive into honest conversation about real parenting challenges so it doesn't have to be this hard. I'm your host, Alyssa Blass Campbell. We talk a lot about progress over perfection here and how our goal is not to be a perfect parent or a perfect caregiver. But what does that look like in real time? And what do we do with the feelings that come up for us when we aren't perfect, when we lose our cool, when we snap at kids, when we are feeling drained and it comes out as a reaction? What do we do then? I think so many of us, we might say these words, you know, that it's okay, I don't have to be perfect. Or we might even be telling our kids, it's okay, you don't have to be perfect. Perfection isn't our goal for you. 
But then we hold ourselves secretly to this standard where at the end of the day, we can recount all the ways that we were imperfect, all the ways that we made mistakes, that we navigated rupture. And I'm wondering if we're also holding our kids to this secret standard where we're saying it's okay to feel upset, it's okay to feel sad, but then when they do have a hard emotion, when they have a tantrum or a meltdown, I'm wondering if we're seeing that as a failure, as if we failed them. Somebody reached out to me recently and they said, Alyssa, I've been doing this, I'm doing all the things here, and my kid's still having tantrums. And I waited for more. I was wondering what the challenge was, what the problem was here. And there was a pause. And I asked, like, okay, so what's going on with the tantrums? And she was like, well, I just can't figure out how to make them stop. I want to be perfectly clear. My goal is not to make kids stop expressing their emotions. I recently saw a Facebook ad for like a parenting course and the ad read, tame the tantrum. And I was like, oh, yikes, that is not my goal. (laughs) Uh, I do not want to tame your child's emotions. Maybe you've read Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, but I, it, it really spoke to me in this way of like, that's not the goal here is it's not to tame emotions. It's to allow children to truly be human to have hard feelings, to feel frustrated and disappointed. And when they do experience those hard feelings, it doesn't mean that you failed. If you have a kiddo who's experiencing fear, who's feeling scared, you're not failing. That's a part of being alive. It's a part of being human. Our goal is to let them know that they are safe to feel that. It's okay to express When we allow ourselves to have hard emotions, when we can model what it looks like to have emotional agility, to be vulnerable, to feel our feelings, to cry, to express, to tap into support when we're ready, to lean on each other, to navigate life, we're modeling for our children that this is a part of being human, that they do not have to be perfect. That they aren't failing if they are feeling sad or frustrated or mad or disappointed or scared or nervous, but instead that they are succeeding at life. When they allow themselves to feel those things without feeling shame for feeling them or feeling guilty or feeling like they need to rush them away, that that's a part of being alive and that it is okay to feel those things, that they're temporary like clouds in the sky. I think it's way more beneficial for kids to see imperfect parenting, for them to see us lose our cool and come back and navigate repair. I think it's way more beneficial for them to see us experience sadness and cry and allow ourselves to do that, letting them know that it's not their fault and it's not their responsibility to change it, but instead that you are allowed to feel sad And it doesn't stay forever. What a beautiful thing to model for them. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being back to work after maternity leave has been so good and frankly, so hard. I love what I do and I missed collaborating with my team while I was out. And it's been a tough transition. 
The combination of a packed schedule and still being the milk machine for Mila Bean, it's hard to juggle everything. I feel so grateful for my weekly therapy hour. Sometimes I'm just holding so much and I need a safe space to let it out and get it off my chest. I've noticed that when I don't release it, it comes out anyway, but usually in ways that aren't aligned with how I want to show up in the world. BetterHelp is such a convenient, flexible option for parents who just can't take the travel time to get to an in-person therapy visit. It's entirely online, you can show up in your jammies, always a win in my book, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're on your way to feeling heard. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash voices today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash voices. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model. So that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Hey there, I'm popping in real quick to this episode to make sure that you know that the doors are open to the Village membership. We only open the doors a couple times a year so that we can onboard folks and dive into this work together. The doors to the Village membership are open until June 17th, so do not sleep on this. Come join us to have a village to turn to for support in this journey. You do not have to do this alone. And one of my favorite, favorite things about the Village Membership is our app where people pop in with questions every single day looking for support or tools or resources on this journey. And we respond to every single one. It is the only place within Seed where you get direct access to the Seed team to make sure all your questions are answered. You get to lean on other people who are navigating these challenges too so that you know you aren't alone and bounce ideas off of each other. It's been incredible to see folks building relationships with each other, just really showing up for one another. It's been a few months since the last time the doors were open, and it's been incredible to see the growth with these parents inside the Village membership already. Folks share their wins constantly because we're there to guide you in doing this work. When you join the Village membership, you get weekly calls, weekly live Q&As with us. You get access to a monthly Zoom to just hang out. And every single week, we drop tangible things for you to focus on in your everyday life. You'll learn how to show up in a calm, regulated manner. You'll learn how to let go of the idea of being a perfect parent and know that it's okay to make mistakes along the way and how to navigate repair with your kids or with your partner. 
or co-parent. This membership is for you if you really want to raise emotionally intelligent humans and you want support doing it. You want people to lean on and turn to, to have your questions answered. It's a space where you get to be in community with other people who are also doing this work. Come join our shame-free village membership at seedandso.org slash membership. You can join now through June 17th. After June 17th, the doors are closed. Come join us now at seedandso.org slash membership. I cannot wait to see you inside the village. When I look at like parenting goals and fostering a secure attachment, it's not that you're calm all the time. Because when we are going for that, the reality is that you aren't calm all the time. So A, you might feel like you're failing at the end of each day. But B, even if you can like shut down and not express in front of your kids, your neurological response is going to be different, your physiological response. So you might spike cortisol or adrenaline and they're going to mirror that. They're going to feel it. They're going to recognize that you aren't calm inside. And it can be so confusing when your face and your words don't match up with your body language and your physiological response. It's like when somebody is so clearly upset or having a hard time and they're telling you, no, I'm fine. I picture this little boy who was in preschool and every day for the first couple of weeks of his new preschool classroom, he, when he would say goodbye to his dad in the morning, he would stand there and he would look out the door and just these silent tears would come down his face. And when we popped over and said, hey, buddy, are you feeling sad? Oh, it's so hard to say goodbye to dad. He would say, I'm not sad. And he would wipe his tears. I think something so powerful that we can do with kids is to own our reactions when we do lose our cool, to let them know that we're sorry for yelling at them and that we were experiencing really big emotions. And sometimes that can be scary. It can come out with a big body that looks strong and powerful or a big loud voice. And that it's not their fault, that we are still learning what to do when our body is having a big emotion. Letting them know that it's something we are working on and that it's our job and that we love them. The goal isn't to be calm all the time, friends. And for our kiddos, gosh, I just think it's so powerful for them to see us make mistakes, to be imperfect, and to learn what to do when they're having a hard time, when they make mistakes, we all know in a rational brain that we shouldn't yell or shouldn't throw things and should find our calm voice and navigate this. And the reality is it's not going to happen all the time. It's not going to happen for us all the time. It's not going to happen for kids all the time. So if you have a kid who isn't 100% of the time when they have a big emotion calming their body and communicating with you kindly about it, that's because they're human. It's not because you're failing and it's not because they're failing. The goal is truly not perfection. 
They're building a skill set that takes time and practice. And every day they get to practice with you and every day you get to practice with them. Today, at the end of the day, I want you to pause and write down three ways that you crushed it. Three ways that you either showed up for your kiddo today or three times that you entered into repair after a rupture. Maybe a time where you noticed your kid doing something and you just acknowledged it and you saw how that made them feel. You saw that they felt seen in that moment. Maybe a time where your child was melting down and you were able to be a safe space for them. It's so easy at the end of the day to remember all the ways we feel like we dropped the ball. Today, I want you to write down three ways that you slayed it, three times that you crushed it. You are doing enough. You are enough. And you do not have to do this alone. Thanks for tuning in to Voices of Your Village. Check out the transcript at voicesofyourvillage.com. Did you know that we have a special community over on Instagram hanging out every day with more free content? Come join us at seed.and.so. Take a screenshot of you tuning in, share it on the gram, and tag seed.and.so to let me know your key takeaway. If you're digging this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We love collaborating with you to raise emotionally intelligent humans. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.